It's time. It is that time. Time for Styles and Watkins. You can join the show by texting 916-339-1140. Find us on YouTube at Sacktown Sports 1140. It's time for Alan Styles and Chris Watkins. Yes, yes, yes. On a Thursday, Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports taking up to 2 p.m. As the Kings take down the Lakers in mm. Hollywood, in Tinseltown, and at one point they were up 22. Was mm. that the largest lead? Just a beat down. The Lakers, and they always do this thing where they try to come back. It's really everything they do is not sustainable. LeBron playing this much isn't sustainable. AD playing this much isn't sustainable because AD playing at all isn't very sustainable. And to to see them try to make their push, they did it against the Suns a couple weeks ago. This is what they do. LeBron's done it for years. He loves to come from behind and, and, and force all this drama. That's why the NBA has loved him and loves him in these spots. But they just don't have enough. They just don't have enough, and I'm so glad that the Kings said, you can try, but we got something for you, and we got a lot for you today as we talk Kings, Lakers, A's moving to Vegas. Mm. We have some time dedicated to the A's, and again, 916-339-1140. If you're on the YouTube, thank you for rocking with us. You can see Chris's A's hat. I am rocking some A's colors as well. We have the lines open all day. If you want to chime in as an A's fan and just get your thoughts out, Hop in, let us know what you need. Let us know how you're feeling, how much of a sad day it is. Our own Whitey Gleason from the Drive Guys told me a lot about Sacramento's history with the A's and how when the A's were trying to get their ticket sales up, they came to Sacramento and they gave a lot of different offers to Sacramentans and all that jazz. And that's why there are a lot of A's fans in Sacramento. So I know this is a tough day for you. So we are here for you. Call in. When you're feeling it or or whatever you got to say, get off your chest. Draymond gets five games. We'll talk about whether that's enough. And guess who he comes back against? Mm. The Sacramento Kings. Mm. And, of course, later in the – actually, we're doing this one early. We have an early edition of Dog of the Game. We still don't know what song we're playing. It's going down to the yeah, wire. We'll we have some songs we've been trying out, but we trust Simone behind the glass to take us to the promised land for your Dogs of the Game because – Chris over here, we'll right. get into it, on a hot streak for dogs right Woo. now. Uh, you know, I, uh, we'll have to see. I, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. I don't know if I, I feel I feel good about the pick that I made yesterday, but yes. I, I don't I don't know if I'm the one who needs the the biggest shout out. So okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I think uh, I think it was it was a great game yesterday, but uh, there and there was a lot of dogs to pick from. Right? Yes. That's, that is the nice thing about yesterday. Yes. I think we can all be right. I don't think there has to be uh, a winner of today's dog of the game because mm-hmm. yesterday. Man, it was it was a dog pound yesterday. Yes. And, yeah. they, and they just they put it on. There's there's very few things in this world that give me as a person, and I'm sure a lot of people out there can relate to this as much joy as just destroying the Lakers on national TV. Man, yeah. there's there's few pleasures in this world. There's that nothing are like than it. That, man. There's oh, nothing like it. What were you feeling? I, I see you with the A's hat on. What is your kind of connection to the A's? How are you feeling this morning? I don't. I honestly don't really have much connection to the A's besides the fact that, uh, much like the Raiders, I've talked about it. But I just have a ton of friends who who are A's fans, and uh, as someone who's always just kind of dipped my toe into baseball, never really, you know, when the Giants were winning, I was I was watching that. I went to one of their parades, and you know, so if anything, I would say I've supported the Giants more than I've supported the A's. But um, obviously, the the very clear parallels between the A's and the Kings. Um, it's just hard to not sympathize and and 
put yourself in their situation because as Sacramento Kings fans, I think it's really easy to to try and sympathize with what they're going through because they Kings fans went through the same exact thing. Um, in in I I think it's not even fair to really compare them because they're both uh, individually for different reasons, just as scarring uh, sagas, I guess you can call them. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's it, I don't really I wouldn't consider myself an A's fan, but definitely uh, I I feel so terrible for everybody out there who grew up watching this team because I as again as someone who almost saw their favorite team be pulled away from the city, um, I I just I can't imagine the range of emotions that you're going through. Uh, we talked about it a little bit on the crosstalk, but it doesn't. I don't think it helps. Like you put it perfectly, I don't mm-hmm. think seeing this thing coming yeah. helps with today at all. And no. if anything, it it just kind of hurts even more because you had all of that time of almost trying to convince yourself of some hope and you know yeah it's not it's not completely over but this is we're like you know to use we're in the end game now at this point where you know even even the kings didn't get to the point where the owners had voted for for them to to relocate so this is uncharted territory in terms of if you're trying to get this thing reversed now you're in the place where i don't i don't know if anyone's ever successfully turn this thing around at this point no they'd have to mess up on their own like we mentioned <laughs> yeah. which is very it, hey, look if, if, if there was a man out there up, okay it, john fisher is <laughs> he's your that guy he is that guy yeah you you <laughs> are that guy bro yeah, yeah. you are that yeah. guy <laughs> very rarely yeah and when we get back from we're not going to a break quite yet but when we get back from the break we have kind of some quick hitters some facts yeah. about the a situation just kind of break it down because i woke up this morning and the jeff passing article was a little bit confusing to me mm-hmm. because he's talking about potential and it's almost over something like that then you have bob nightingale say it's done mm-hmm. right so it's really just a matter of i guess what, Perspe- what yeah rounding yeah. up your percentage mm-hmm. yes. right if the percentage <laughs> yeah. i think exactly. jeff just said hey at 97 percent it's still not done, right? Whereas Bleach Report comes out and says they're gone, yeah. right? So we have a lot of those facts for you when we come back, and you know, it's just, it's tough, man. You know, being from the Bay Area, I grew up in Concord. Me personally, when people ask, well, why are you, you know, Giants, Raiders, whatever the case is, it's very simple. And I don't know if I even told you no. this on air, no. but my mom worked in the city. So in San Francisco, so she got a lot of Giants tickets. So I remember I went to Giants games. That was one of the first games I remember going to, seeing Dusty Baker drive away on his motorcycle. That was why I became a Giants fan. JT Snow hit a home run at the first game I went to, so I was sold there. Raiders, being in the East Bay, one of our good friends, next-door neighbor pretty much, played Little League with them. They were Raider fans, right? And my parents had no affiliations Either way, we weren't from California, came out here from Virginia. So that was basically it. Right. So there's not very many Giants Raiders running around. I am one of them, but I have a ton of friends that are A's fans, and it's a sad day. Being in Alameda, which is right right next to Oakland, you know, the local spots that I would hit, A's fans just all over the place, and, you know, they would go to the games even when the A's stunk. Yeah. And really, the I, I went to the – I went to one of the reverse boycotts last season, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it was great, but at the same time, it was a weird feeling because – you're you're promoting something or you're helping something you don't want to, sure. but you're just trying to make a statement. They were just put in, in a terrible 
position. So we got to get to a break. When we get back from the break, we will talk more about the A situation, give you some facts because it is a little bit confusing and, and just the percentages of it actually being done. Then we'll get into Kings, Lakers, breaking down that shellacking mm. in L.A. Come and on. the national broadcast that only wanted to talk about the Lakers when there wasn't much to talk about besides the fact that we are currently looking for Anthony Davis. We cannot Can't find, find him. Find and him. I did not know Sabonis has two children. I thought he only yeah. had one, but yeah. apparently He's got he two has two. And one name is Anthony Davis. He just hit puberty really, oh, really wow. early, apparently. Yeah. Got to get to a break. And don't forget, later in the show, we are still giving away tickets to Sammy Hagar. Hey. We're not going to tell you when, though. No. We're not going to tell you when. So Gotta stay listen. tuned. We will have that information for you as well. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Live and local, it's Styles and Watkins. Watch the show on YouTube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Or listen on the Sacktown Sports app. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports taking you up to 2 p.m. Talking about the A's. For some of you out there in Sacramento, your Sacramento, Oakland A's. Yeah. Moving to Vegas, it's all but a done deal. Getting into some of the nitty-gritty here Going to get into the Kings and Lakers, of course, as the Kings take down the Lakers and, you know, they tried to make it close, but it really wasn't very close. It ends up being 125 to 110. The herder heater is a real thing. The herder heater is a real thing. I repeat, 1045, we are doing dog of the game. Simone, we trust the DJ back there to get us (laughs) The song that's going to take us out. It will not be Baja Men. It won't. All right? We we heard you loud and clear. Baja Men will make a return. We love yeah. Baja Men. But it will not be Baja Men tonight. But the Kings deserve something new. Yeah. They deserve something new because it's a fresh road trip. Yep. Maybe we do it based on road trip sure. or homestand. Right. We can, this, the world is your oyster. Yes. So, okay. we, so we got that going. But I wanted to get into some of these notes from the A's and and about the A's because I know it can be a little bit yeah. confusing. So I woke up this morning. All right, let me read a couple different articles. So here are some of the main points that I saw that I wanted to kind of pass on to everybody. First, this is from ESPN, Jeff Passon. Owners voted to allow the A's to move to Vegas. Mm. First move since the Expos to the Nationals in 2005, which – some people may remember that. Didn't feel like it was 05. Feels like yeah. it was a lot longer than that. But it was in 2005. This is what I spoke about on the crosstalk, which is the only thing. And Dave's probably right. They're going to get paid off. But the legal challenges from a teacher's union in Nevada regarding the $380 million state has committed to the construction of a $1.5 billion stadium on the Las Vegas Strip could still scuttle the move. But winning approval from the owners mark a significant step towards Oakland losing its major his last major men's professional sports team. So that's that's Jeff still saying it's not it's not done. It's a significant yes. step. There no there's no shovels in the dirt. Now here's more on the political action committee. Schools over stadium is pursuing a referendum for the public to vote on the stadium funding in November 2024. A judge rejected the referendum initially, saying the language in the petition submitted by schools over stadiums was legally deficient, but they plan to appeal. And if that doesn't go through, they can appeal again. So I think what's probably going to happen is I I think 
Carmichael Davies correct. Right. They're going to get paid off. Please go away. We'll give you money. Yes. Just leave us alone. And that's probably going to work because, as we know, schools, they'll take any money that Politics they can get. Politics is great, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Oakland Mayor Shang Tao said the city had procured $928 million in funding for a stadium and surrounding development mm-hmm. and wanted to keep the team, again, to me, this was a lot different than the Oakland Raiders, right? This is why a lot of Raider fans are still Raider fans, right? And again, call in 916-339-1140. We're all learning this. We're all getting through this together. The A's lease, this is where it gets pretty funny to me because this is just a John Fisher special. The A's lease is up in 2024, right? And they have no clue where they are playing until the stadium is ready in 2028. So there's no way, I mean, H-E double hockey sticks could freeze over for them to say, can we still play in Oakland Yeah, there's no for way. the next three there's to no four way. years? There's no Zero way. Percent chance. That's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't know where they play. Giants are going to say, we don't even want that stench yeah. on you because the Giants, when they were looking at San Jose, the mm-hmm. A's, the Giants blocked that. I will say one thing because it's not about being a Giants fan or not being a Giants fan. The Giants came out somewhat unprompted a while back talking about how it'd be great for the A's to stay in Oakland. Meanwhile, do they actually believe? Well, no, because they also voted exactly to, to have them moved. Right. So I watch, I watch MTV, the challenge. I know. I don't know if a lot of people still watch Alan Styles. We just became a lot better friends. I I I don't know if you watch it to this day. Same. And I was just watching it last Uh night, still getting caught up. And it's funny because when there's a house vote, same with survivor and all Mm. these shows, you could say in their confessional, they'll say, well, I don't want to vote for this person, but I don't want to rock the boat. Right. So it feels like the Giants didn't want to didn't want to be a part of this move, but they didn't have a choice. The problem is they didn't say it in the confessional. They said it out loud. <laughs> yeah. Right. So Giants, if you had a feeling that was coming, why say anything at all? Yeah. Because I don't think there are a lot of Giants fans that are that upset about it because you're still going to be a fan, mm-hmm. whatever the case is. But now you kind of look like you turned your back on your – Bay Area brethren mm-hmm. by saying you didn't want them to leave, going out, saying a statement, but then also being a part of this, right? right. So I understand it. Was, I'm not saying it wasn't a tough spot. Just don't say anything. Yeah. You don't need to say anything, especially when you don't know where things are going to fall. A couple more tidbits here. The A's still need to finalize plans on construction of the 33,000-seat stadium in Vegas, which would be the smallest MLB park by nearly 2,000 seats and would obviously heavily rely on tourism to fill the park. They don't have any plans for a dome. I don't know if anybody's been in Vegas. Oh, no, they, you think it's hot in Sacramento. No, they have plans for It's going to be a retractable roof. The problem is the acreage in which they're building the yeah. stadium on is nine acres. Uh, I watched a Brody Brazil. Shout out Brody, who's got tons of information mm-hmm. uh, on the A's relocation saga, but At this moment in time, the smallest retractable roof stadium is, I believe, in Arizona, and it's on 11 acres. And that's the the absolute smallest. The only other baseball stadiums that are on nine acres of land, Wrigley Field and Fenway Park. You know what those two stadiums have in common? Bigger than nine. Uh, No, they were built in 1910. (laughs) And uh, and there's, like, seats that are facing, you know— all the way out right, in right field right. or left field or whatever. The you know, like, IV still yeah, there. Like those, those stadiums were built to be as compact as possible, and the seats don't make sense. So the, what the A's are still proposing to do is something that's, A, never been done uh, in building a retractable roof two acres smaller than the, already the mm-hmm. smallest one out there. 
And B, I mean, yeah, they're trying to fit 33,000 seats in a brand new ballpark. Like that, that's also limiting just the amount of money you can make from that property. Like, yeah. if it, you know, obviously baseball games will be there all the time, but the amount of money they're putting into this, they need to recoup as much money from concerts and, you know, events and yeah. things like that. And when you have the smallest right. park you can, in the well, majors, no. it's going to take you years to recoup that money. Especially being in Vegas, that that's probably not even number five right. on the list and of the venues. Venues yeah. to go. <laughs> the sphere now. The Swifties. <laughs> you can't fit the Swifties no. in there. No. You no can't way. fit the Bayhive in there. No. No. You can't fit the Barbs in there. You can't. You you can fit <laughs> openers. Yeah. Openers. Legit openers. Yeah. Right. That's what you can fit. And somewhere with 33,000. So, crazy. I mean, you talk about. And by the way, the A's aren't owning at, at the current moment in yeah. time. Like the Tropicana owns that. That's not right. John Fisher's ballpark. John yeah. Fisher quite literally is just going to own the team. He doesn't right. own the property that it's on. He doesn't own the building. He doesn't get any of the extra stuff. That's like uh, I can go all day, but I just I don't understand how any of this makes sense. I, I just What I exactly is it that you do here? Besides tick people off John Fisher. That's it. That's it. And, and speaking of, here's the last note on what's been going on. On Tuesday night, two days before the vote, three A's fans wearing T-shirts that read sell sat near Fisher at a restaurant near the Live by Lowell's hotel where the owners' meetings were held. As Fisher stood up to leave, a few minutes later, one fan said loud enough for Fisher to hear, keep the A's in Oakland, do the right thing. Walking away, Fisher muttered under his breath because, of course, he wouldn't say it to somebody's face. I am doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Getting that money. Yeah. That's all he cares about. I mean, that's, that's all, that's all well, this, is, this is all for him. The, the, <laughs> the most devious thing about this is he doesn't care about the city of Vegas. He obviously doesn't care about the city of Oakland. He doesn't care about the team. No. He's just looking at, okay, cool. Once I get this team moved to Vegas, I'm selling. That's right. that's it. That's his that's his mo right now. That is his main objective is to get this team as valuable as possible, which he didn't feel like he could do in the city of Oakland, and then sell it. That's right. and that's what's really most frustrating is he's not even trying to build anything. He's just trying to have a facade on the outside, like oh my gosh, come be an an owner of an yeah. of a MLB franchise in Las Vegas not knowing all of the specifics of what exactly you're buying into. And, yeah, he doesn't care as long as that check clears. And he's, you know, John Fisher's a guy who filed for bankruptcy a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like, he's he's strapped for cash. And, I mean, not, not well, like I'm strapped he's for rich, cash. He's but, rich people broke. Yeah, exactly. Right, he's rich people broke. <laughs> exactly. And shame on the, the MLB or Major League Baseball because, you know, they say all these things and as a, you know, as, as – a minority that played baseball, specifically an African-American that played baseball. They claim all these things. We got our RBI initiative. We have all this. We have all that. You just took away probably one of the most diverse fan bases left in baseball, Mm -hmm. right? And when you see little kids, you know, in, in these areas that would love to be a part of it, and you're wondering, how come in the 80s there were a lot more black kids playing baseball and they've gone down? It's because Major League Baseball doesn't care. Fact. They like to talk like they care, mm-hmm. right? They like to say, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But at the same time, we're going to remove this to go to a smaller market, yep. Vegas. I mean, no offense to Vegas. I love going myself, but I don't say I'm going to go there to watch sports. That's what I don't it's, understand. It's, it's, an, it's, it's a side dish, yeah. okay? When I'm taking my wife's birthday is this Sunday. We're going to go out and we're going to enjoy a nice ribeye steak. Right. Yep. But then you need side dishes. 
That's sports in Vegas. Yeah. Side dishes. And you're just saying sports. You're not even saying baseball. Like and again, baseball, how many oh people? Goodness. How many people are going to have a bachelor party in Vegas and say, "Hey, you don't be dope, dude. Let's spend four of our hours sitting at a baseball no. game, paying fifteen dollars a drink." No, how's that sound? No, what That's they're going to do? Huh? No, what they're going to do <laughs> is these tickets are going to because the, don't get me started. The season's too long, yeah. so they're going to get some cheap tickets. They're yeah. going to show up in the fourth inning. They're going to be hammered, <laughs> yeah. and they're going to leave in the seventh. Yeah. That's going to it'd be four. To, we make fun of Dodgers fans for showing up late. It's going to be an absolute disaster. Are the A's even going to have any fans? That's the question. Like, because nobody in the city of Oakland is staying. No disrespect to Vegas. Because how many locals will care about that? Like, how many locals, if you live in Las Vegas, how often do you go to the Strip? If you actually are a proper... You try to avoid the Strip. Exactly. Right. You're not going... And then the parking has been a big question. Are you going to have to park at a hotel? Like, is it going to be a mega... Like, it's already crowded enough on the Strip. Are you going to have people walking to go to the game as well? Like, it just... I, I can't see how for the city of Vegas and for the actual residents of like, how is this going to make sense? It, no. And how is it going to work in the city? They're banking on, you have to be banking on like 60 to 70% of your crowd being tourists. Yeah, but it's different because in the NFL, we know there's only 17 games. So yeah. it's, it's so much and more get, important. What, so you get eight home games. Right. It's so much more important. Basketball, if they get an NBA team or even hockey, it's cool right. in there at well, least. Even right? like to the Raider point, I'm a Vikings fan. I'm going to the Raider game as a Vikings fan. I right. don't even care. It's not even like no. how many Arizona Diamondbacks fans are going to say, hey, let's let's make a weekend no. trip or let's make a week trip out of it. Let's go Wednesday through Friday. No, there's no shot. And go catch the I'd rather, just, I'd rather just go golfing. And the thing <laughs> is, got to get to a break. I see people on my timeline from the Raider fan base. They're upset with the Circas of the world because Circa, they're trying to get their money right. Mm-hmm. So they're doing promos with the New York Jets and that fan base because it's all about money in Vegas, yep. baby. It's all about the green. That's all so they don't even care about Raider fans. And now Raider fans are ticked off. Sorry, Raider fans. Circa doesn't care. Yeah. Okay, got to get to a break. When we get back, recapping Kings, Lakers. And if you still want to talk A's, we're here for you. Sals and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacramento has a new tag team in the midday. It's Styles and Watkins on Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Taking you up to 2 p.m. Talking A's as it's a tough day. For A's fans, obviously going to get into the Kings. Beating down the Lakers because, like Chris Watkins said, there's nothing better than that. There's nothing better. We, we no. talked about rivalries yeah. yesterday and and what the whole nation comes together on. And it's the Cowboys losing, the Lakers losing. Are those the top two? I would say Lakers for sure. Um, I mean, the war- watching the Warriors lose at this point is, is okay. still pretty good. The nation... I- the nation, yeah, I think people really don't. Still, yeah, I think so. That's not. It's not Cowboys level. Uh, no, probably not. But I, it's it's not far off. I, I okay. mean, not regular season right. Warriors, but right. definitely postseason Warriors for sure. Uh, I think regular season Lakers. I think everybody can kind of bask in that for sure. Pike nine one six, great point on the YouTube chat. Shout out to our YouTubers, always shout holding out. it down. It's been a party these last couple days in the YouTube, so shout out to you. Keep doing your thing. Pike 916, Yankees as well. Yankees just haven't been good, but yes, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. In their heyday, when they are good, you mm-hmm. want them to lose. The problem with the Yankees that they kept, you, you kept being torn in a weird spot because the Yankees kept losing to the Astros. Right. Right, and that was the one, Yankees, yeah. you had one job. Yeah. We will allow you 
to win. The enemy to, of the yes. of my enemy is my friend. Yes. yes, to beat the Astros, and you couldn't even yeah. do that because Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton forget to, how to hit a curveball every October. <laughs> but don't get me started on that. They didn't even make it this season. Got a got a a statement, a short statement here from John Fisher. Oh, jeez. Quote: Today is an incredibly difficult day for A's fans, Oakland A's fans. It's a great day for Las Vegas. Just stop. Oh, stop. Just stop. Can we get some donkey noises, please? Yeah, can, can, Jeez, we, can we just stop it? I'll get on it. It's yeah. just so bad. <laughs> Amid Rock made a, a great point earlier today as we discussed that the A's don't have anywhere to play after 2024. Nope. And Amid Rock said, how funny would it be if they had to go to Allegiant Stadium and play? Oh, Mark Davis is not gosh. letting them anywhere no, no near. Way. I mean, you, John, we know you're just rich people broke, but yeah. – you don't have – Mark Davis is saying, you will not infect me. I'm yeah. finally clear yeah. from you. <laughs> we, we did this – it's like when you get a roommate and yeah. it didn't work out, but then a couple years later you think, hey – or a relationship even. Sure. A couple years later, hey, we're both more mature. Right. Maybe it can work out this time. Stay away. Nope. Just say Stay no. away. Just say no. He's bad for you. Uh, you've been there before. You've yeah. done that. Ruined a lot of things for you. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean – Kind of the Raiders ruined their their ballpark first, so we'll say that. But I, I you know, it, I, I will just never forget just seeing football players running on infield dirt. Yeah, and then yeah, especially just having it at midfield, and then like you know, there's the entire sides of their jersey would yeah. just be destroyed. And if I was a linebacker or somebody and got a sack. I would run to shortstop and pretend like I oh, was yeah, going to first for base. For sure. Every celebration, yeah, it'd be a home run. Right, or it'd be right. Some I would run thing. the bases. Just slide, actually. Especially yeah, nowadays, you can't really get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. I would, the I would whole get team. Sa- yeah. Max Crosby just running the bases. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. How about that? And, you know, what was a home run last night was the Kings. Come on. Taking down the Los Angeles Lakers. Love 125 it. to one. Wire to wire. Wire to wire, they led by as many as 22. 26. 26. Yeah, I don't remember it being 26, but according to NBA.com, 26. 26, lead. putting the beat down, and the Lakers tried to do that thing where all of a sudden, I whip my head back and forth. <laughs> Somebody wanted to come in that Willow Smith. I whip my head back and forth. As soon as it got to the fourth quarter, Austin Reeves all, all of a sudden, sudden yeah. needed a neck brace. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, Austin, we talked yesterday, the Kings play with integrity. There are a bunch of... There are no Boy Scouts on the Lakers. No. None of them play no. with integrity. Yeah. None of them. D'Lo, I whip my head back and forth. Austin Reeves, I whip my head. And LeBron is the leader of them. You're lucky that Jared Vanderflop ain't yeah. playing too because he does the same thing. <laughs> I'm just so happy that the Kings took them down and embarrassed them on national yeah. television. We were together mm-hmm. at the begin- at the first half, first half. First half of the game, and then we went our separate ways. You rocked it. I saw I hopped in. I even hopped in myself on the YouTube, so that was a lot of fun. Was I was I was glad to see the turnout there and keep doing your thing. So what were your initial thoughts from the W? I mean, of course, again, first things first, nothing better than beating the Lakers. That's, that's just phenomenal. But it's the fact that it seems, at least for the moment, this team has is on the other side of whatever struggle we saw them go mm-hmm. through in Houston and uh, a little bit in that, that Portland game as well. De'Aaron Fox being back is the the ultimate boost of adrenaline for this team. Clearly, like they they they've looked completely different in these two games since he's came back, and uh, it just feels like the puzzle is coming together. It's like when De'Aaron's there, everything fits so perfectly, and everything starts to make a lot more sense. 
And, uh, you know, I think that it's no coincidence. You know, Kevin did kind of get it started before De'Aaron came back. But Mm -hmm. I think the fact that the threes are falling at a lot better rate, I definitely attribute some of that to De'Aaron Fox. We were talking about in the Houston uh, little mini series there how the Kings were just, they weren't really attacking the rim. It was just all like a, a a dummy drive just to set up the perimeter jump shot. And uh, I think they were just too reliant on threes without De'Aaron out there. And uh, again, I think when he's out there, it just causes so much attention at the rim that people have to collapse on him and leave shooters open. Uh, And it's, it's just been great to see. And this is the team. This is exactly what we expected this team to look like coming out of this year uh, or coming into this year. So, I think that uh, I feel like it's safe to say I'm a little bit nervous. I feel right. a little trepidation of saying it, but it feels like the Kings are back. It feels like this is the exact team or a version of the team that right. we saw last year. And uh, it, it took a while, but I, I feel like this is here to stay for the moment. Well, and I think what's realistic about this, and we can do this on both sides, is that if you look at Sabonis with 29 points, almost had a 30-burger. Come on. Harrison Barnes, 13 points. You get Harrison into That's double fine. digits, That's you got to live with yeah. it. You're good with it. That was that was, that was was your dog, actually. Yes, it was. That yeah, was yeah. your dog. But it was weird because he only had 13 points, but those threes, he when Harrison sets the tone, mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. It's okay if, if you're not going to be doing this for the whole game. But if you have a spurt, if at some point you give the team a boost, yeah. we're good with it That's at it. this point. That's all we need. Now, we can have the conversation about— Four steals about also for Harrison yesterday. Four steals. They had 20. Come first on. time since Come 2001. On. Ridiculous. Fifth time in franchise history. We'll get into that as well. Was it bad Lakers or good Kings defense? A lot of the deflection king over here in a Come good on. way. You love your deflections. Keegan Murray, nine points, right? But Keegan was— Clamp and Keegan. He won the DPOG. He deserved Okay, it. and there was a specific play where he's clamping Austin Reeves in his lack of a bag, right? He's clamping Austin Reeves, and they, they're they they're trying to get Keegan in action. They're trying to get him on AD. They're trying to get him on AD. Eventually, he gets on AD. He clamps AD. AD's mm-hmm. got to take a long two, and yeah. he barely nicked the rim. Yep. So, Keegan, I, I know we want to see the shots fall more. He took a shot to the ribs, it looked like. Came back <laughs> in the game when the yeah. head-whipping started, yeah. and, the, and the Lakers started to bring it close. But the reason I say it's realistic is because even if Kayvon – did you say Kayvon or Kevon? How do you say it? Mm. I would say – I've uh, seen both. What would I say? This is now one of those Just things. Just think naturally. I, yeah, uh, I would say Kavon. I say Kavon. Yes. Kavon. Because I've seen some that's a Kevin apostrophe Vaughn, and I would pronounce that Kavon. Yeah. But I thought when he was with the Hawks as well, it was Kevon. It was Kevon. So Kevon showed up with 28 points. And again, is he going to shoot 6 of 11 from three ball land, 10 of 16 every game? No, but I also don't think Keegan's only going to have nine points. Right. So you can split that up exactly. any way you want, yeah. and, and you still feel good about it. De'Aaron Fox doing his thizzle, as he always does, 28 points. That was your dog, by the yeah. way. I don't want to get too, too loud. That's we got I'm that saying. segment coming up here. <laughs> we got that segment coming up here as well. So just a great showing from the Kings. We'll get into the bench as well. Quiet. Kind of a quiet night yeah. from the bench, but you didn't really need it. And no. we'll get into what the Lakers attempted to do. And the only person that was worth anything besides LeBron was D'Lo, because D'Lo just happens to not be able to miss only when he plays the Kings. Got to get to a break. When we get back, it's the dog segment. If you pick the dog that woofed last night, we want you to call <laughs> in and do your victory lap. 916-339-1140. Sounds and Watkins, Sacktown Sports.
live and local. It's Styles and Watkins. Watch the show on youtube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Or listen on the Sacktown Sports app. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. Quite the day in the sports world. You know, this has been a crazy week in sports from the Draymond thing, which we will get into a little bit later, suspended for five games. And now you have this A's news coming down. The Kings laying the smackdown on the Lakers. And I'll say this, you know, Chris, Chris and myself, we love having content mm-hmm. and we, it, it makes our jobs easier, right? Yes. We don't have to fish for random things to talk about, but in, in, terms of what's going on with the A's, this is not the content that we love. No. This is not something no. that we are happy we, oh great, we can spend a couple a couple yeah, of this segments will eat a on couple this. Sec- no. I'd, I'd, rather I'd rather not, not be not. having this conversation. We have not. some more sound from, from John Fisher and the A's brass when we uh, get a little bit later in the show here and, you know, not to dim the mood or anything like that, but, you know, it's the reality and when you have a team that I think a lot of people all over the Bay Area and the Sacramento area, Northern California are connected to or have somebody that's connected to it. I think everybody in this YouTube chat, everybody listening, everybody that's going to tune in later to this as you re-listen to the podcast version and watch us on YouTube as well. Everybody has a hardcore A's fan in their life. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody. Yeah. Well, Everybody. The, the hardcore is the the key term there too, because much like the Kings and how mm-hmm. they've struggled these pa- or the past seventeen years before yeah. last year, the thing that makes A's fans so great and Raider fans as well uh, is they stuck with the team through the bad years, and they've been put through mm-hmm. maybe the biggest ringer of them all yeah. when it comes to being a sports fan just the 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 swings of emotion no pun intended of you know you have these I mean the A's almost it's almost patented how they are good for three years and then are just they blow it up right. and then are trash for x amount of years and then oh there's this rise and then right as yeah, you know get, you get feel like you're getting comfortable and it's like oh my assessment is Donaldson bye and then it's okay a couple more years we've done this Marcus before. Simeon Marcus Simeon okay there's one oh, oh Matt Chapman wait Matt yeah. Olson oh wait hold on wait bye. we have a real screen and bye and bye and then they're stuck where they are last year where they have the worst record in baseball in our you know, at points competing for the worst record in baseball history. It's just that the fact that those fans went through that and still just don't have any future with this team anymore, you know, it's appearing as if uh, things are trending towards them not having a future with this team anymore. It's just, it's trash. That's not how sports, sports are meant to be an escape Mm -hmm. from reality and from sadness and the fact that you can't even use the, your, you know, baseball is, is a sport that is synonymous with the history of America. <laughs> the fact that yeah. you can't have something that you've had maybe in your family for generations and, and it's ending right here with, with you is, it's impossible. Like how many people had, you know, you talk about your, your giant story mm-hmm. coming up and getting free tickets. How many people that's that's how they fell in love with sports in general? Forget yeah. the A's specifically, but you know, their dad or their grandpa, their grandma, their mm-hmm. mom took them to a baseball game and they fell in love with it. And now it's just it's it's completely gone. And you know, try telling A's fans, oh, it's but you still have the Giants, you know. If you if you love baseball no. so much, why don't you just it's you better not, d- put your not. dukes up. You it's better put your same, dukes man. up. It's because you say all. that to an A's fan, it's it's probably on site. It's <laughs> yeah. probably on site. 
All right, we're going to continue to talk about the A's throughout the show yes. again. Phone lines are open, 916-339-1140. All, all day for you if you have anything to say about the A's. We'll talk about it today. We'll talk about it tomorrow as well. Let's get to the dog segment, D-O-G. It's time to victory lap, if you were correct. And what do we have today, Simone? On the bed? On the ones and twos back yeah. here? Yeah. What do we go with? A little DMX, baby. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Give it to us again. Get at me, dog. Every time we talk about our dog, I want to hear DMX. This is by popular demand. And look, we'll we'll pull the curtain back a little bit. A lot of you wanted X going to give it to you, right? Yeah. I told you that was my walkout all these years ago <laughs> in high school. The problem is all the barking at the beginning very tough, even the edited version, yeah. to navigate that. Yeah, you so know. we couldn't go X go and give it to you. It's just a little tough yeah. to do. Well, you know you like the barking. Right. We There's got bosses in the building, you know. Yeah. yeah. The, the, yeah. The we isolated the bark. Well. We isolated so the bark. We yeah. probably exactly. shouldn't play it. Yeah, let's just yeah. give Simone credit for isolating the bark. That's exactly. really the important thing. Yes, you not know? the bark. Yeah. Now, Simone. Who was your dog oh, of the game? My dog of the game, De'Aaron Fox. There you go. Was Give on it to fire. us. Come on. There you go. He was go. a dog. He was definitely there, a dog. He was yesterday. definitely a dog. Chris, who was your dog of the game? My dog was Harrison Barnes. Okay. Which, you know, I would say, you know, we, we got a we'll we got a grade on a curve here. Yeah. You know, and, and I'll take I'll take 13 points. It's I'll like take QBR. four steals. It's like QBR. Exactly. Exactly. There's adjusted, you know, adjusted for well, really, for previous performances. Yes, relatively speaking. <laughs> Three threes last night. Mm-hmm. He guarded LeBron. LeBron, you know, LeBron did pretty well yesterday. Had uh, the second oldest triple-double of all time, if you yeah. want to call it that. Um, it was, you know, was it a master class from HB? No, but uh, he, he definitely put in his shift last night, I would say. You know? Yes, that yes. Was, that was a lunch pail game for HB. Yes, it, he, he felt good about what Harrison Barnes was doing. You know, I'll say this about Harrison Barnes. Because I was watching Kevin Herter or Kayvon Jess Escoto on the YouTube chat said he spelled it K apostrophe V O A. Okay, that's Kayvon. So that would be Kayvon that's definitely to me. Kayvon. So we will go by Kayvon. He, it's not a hitch in his shot. Mm-hmm. It's not a hitch, but he does have a little flick action. It's it's not completely fluid. Yeah. It's 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 a normal shot. Yeah. But it, there is a little a quick little yeah, hitch a little is the right flick, word, yeah. right? Harrison Barnes. He's got a shady quick release. Yeah. He gets that thing to the top of his forehead, quickly. just like they tell you, and he lets that thing fly. Yeah. It's a little flat sometimes, yes. but he gets that thing off quickly. quickly. So really quick. w- when when Harrison's rolling, he can get that three up whenever he wants. So great job on you. I had Keegan Murray, who offensively not a dog, but defensively, Fancy he got the DPOG. He got the crown, so he was a dog. <laughs> Willie Bowen on the YouTube chat, Sabonis was the Rottweiler. Right. Yes. Let's go to David, who wants to talk about his dog. What's up, David? You're on Sals and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Hey, guys. Thank you. I agree with Simone, but who else uh, enjoyed seeing uh, Fox eye LeBron at the end of the game? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yes, yes. <laughs> definitely That was my did. highlight. That was my favorite part. No, definitely I think that did. earns him dog. That, yes. That's like some real dog behavior, you know? Right. Well, he's yeah. not scared. And no. when they, Pack leader stuff the, right there. Right. Thank you for the call. David, the leader of the, the Wolf Pack, whatever, the Fox Pack. Okay, Ooh, okay the Fox there you pack. go. Make the shirts now. The end of the half, can we talk about this? The end of the half, who 
here didn't think LeBron was going to finesse a foul out of De'Aaron. Oh, my gosh. Aaron, that, I really threw you to the ground like that, JJ. Yeah, I really, <laughs> nicely done. Nice, I really threw Really, and, and De'Aaron yeah. knew he was in a tough spot because if you don't touch him, yeah, he's, he's going to score. He's going to lay it up, yeah. And, Le, and actually, LeBron pushed De'Aaron out of the way first. Yeah, no, no, he was like wrestling him around to get in front of him. It was definitely a foul on LeBron before as a foul on, uh, before as a foul on Fox. And even then, it's like, yeah, you like you said, Fox had to hold his ground. So uh, I'd love to see De'Aaron staring, uh, staring LeBron down. And, you know, I can't wait to talk more about the pace too. The pace yeah. was, I mean, I was. Crazy. They couldn't hang. No, no, no Lebr- <laughs> LeBron, LeBron needed. I, I think he thought he was in Denver. <laughs> yeah, he, he needed something to help breathe. Yeah. He needed an inhaler. No, I, I knew it was the Lakers were in trouble when LeBron had the first half he had. Yeah. I was like, because we, we, yes. LeBron is 38 years old, year 21. Yeah. That man's not trying to play tough if he doesn't have to. And LeBron always has a great finger of on the pulse of how his team is. Usually, you know, he's like, he can tell what they need. That's why they're always making moves at the deadline. I think he looked around yesterday in that first half and was like, you know, this is the second night of a back-to-back. Kings are hitting a ton of threes. I kind of think I need to go crazy right now. He had 19 points yeah. in that first half. LeBron's not trying to do that. No. Uh, Triple-double for no reason. Bro, for a 15-point yeah. loss. It wasn't even close. All yeah. that He he did all that to make it half respectable. Yeah. You know yes. those uh, Supreme Dreams videos? The Twitter yeah. guy who I'm used to... I'm 36. Yeah, I'm 36. He used to have Kyrie, you know, standing there. It was one of those games. It was yeah. a Supreme Dreams game for LeBron where that, there's a skit coming after that where he's like, a triple-double? I'm 38. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is game 10, y'all. Yeah. You want me sweating out here in game 10? No, no. And he looked around like Kevin Hart. Help, help me. me. Help me. There was no help for you, LeBron. You have a bunch of wings who don't know how to shoot and they have no Come bag. On. And this is not your fault, but it's the media's fault. And now they say you need another star. Yeah. And, and when you don't win with that other star, there will be oh, another another excuse because that's what the media does for the Lakers. Got to get to a break. We're reading off your dog texts. Dog calls if you want. We'll do another segment of it because it's on fire right now. Styles and Watkins, and we will talk about swipe or no swiping, 20 steals for the Kings, the deflection manifestation. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports.